0: To the Monday Morning Critic. This is my first episode and I'll be doing a podcast that focuses primarily on movies and selected TV shows, streaming stuff that's been streamed. Um, I'm glad you're with me. I'm glad you've downloaded wherever you're listening, however you're listening. That absolutely makes my day and thank you for that. I will be all over the place with movies. Um, my shows I kind of keep into a 10 show kind of atmosphere, maybe a few more. Um, I will tell you that the first show that I'm going to start with is The Walking Dead. Um, the Walking Dead, and we'll get right to it. The Walking Dead is a show that I love. Um, I cannot recommend it enough for those of you that haven't started it. For those of you that have and have stuck with it, thank you. For those of you that have and gave up on it, shame on you. This is a show that deserves so much more credit than it's been getting. You know, when people kind of left it, they were unhappy with what's going on in season, you know, six, end of season six, and start of season seven. And I have a ton of thoughts on all of that. Um, I'll try not to bore you, but I will tell you that if you've stuck with the show, one of the themes in Walking Dead, without getting into specifics, is each character has gone through his or her own level of suffering. There's You cannot question that. You can't argue that. That's what makes the show special. Um, The character that, that to me, resonates most and really hits home, and I absolutely love the actor that plays him. I love the way he plays him. And I am so not on board with a lot of the walking dead fans and how they feel about him. And that is Morgan Jones, who is, who um, is played by Lenny James. Um, And he is a phenomenal actor and the character is absolutely phenomenal. Um, Morgan Jones's uh, character and storyline in particular start with Morgan having lost his wife, and eventually his son. I mean this is not uncommon on the show. Everyone's like I said everyone's gone through their fair share of loss. But what I'm going to tell you is that Morgan has gone it's not what he's gone through, it's how he's come out of what he's gone through and to me it's just we it's it's a storybook of how to develop a character. It's a instructional book on how characters should be brought along. He is the perfect character, in my opinion, for lots of reasons, and I'll get it. To, I'll get into those. Um, I will tell you that Morgan has gotten to a place that's very dark. Morgan has gotten to a place that's not where most of us want to be. He has lost everything. His mindset is, "I have to clear. I'm, I. There's nothing else. There's no other objectives." And I'd like you to take a listen to kind of where Morgan is mentally right now.
1: You had the knife, you had the gun. You were supposed to, you were supposed to, you know, you were supposed to go
0: back. So it's pretty obvious that he's not in a great place and. As Morgan goes along, when he first came about, Morgan was, I don't want to say as popular, but pretty darn close to in popularity to Daryl, who was played by Norman Reedus, which who, if you follow the show, is just a fantastic character who is not in the comics, but many of you already know that. Um, When Morgan first started, he was embraced. He was well-liked. He took care of Rick. He kind of set Rick on his way. And now it's Season 7, we're at a point where mm, people aren't very high on uh, Morgan anymore. He's viewed as a bit of a coward, and we'll get to that. Morgan, in his travels, meets up with a guy named Eastman, who was played by John Carroll Lynch. John Carroll Lynch is a phenomenal actor. He's been in just about everything. Um... And he is another character who has lost a lot. He's lost his daughter. He's lost his wife. He's lost everything. He is a psychologist slash therapist. And he eventually runs into Morgan in the episode titled Here's Not Here, uh, Season 6, episode, episode 4, which is my personal favorite. Um, here is a clip of the two of them. Meeting and kind of conversing for the first time.
1: I just wanted to wait a little while before we talked. I'm from Atlanta, I'm a forensic psychiatrist. The state employed me to determine if certain people who did very bad things would do them again if they were released from prison. That was my job. Now I live here. Because of the state of the state and the whole world. What did you do or what do you do now? I clear. What the hell does that mean? Walkers, people, anything that gets anywhere near me. That's why I'm still here. Well, that's the biggest load of horseshit I ever heard. Here's your lunch.
0: So that is Eastman and Morgan, and and they really... um, It's too bad that these two only had one episode together because these are two top-notch actors at their best, and it's phenomenal. It's an episode that I wish kind of continued. I wish they these two guys could have had more interaction with each other, had more of a rapport and dialogue with each other, but unfortunately it's only limited to one episode. It is one of the higher-rated episodes on IMDb. It's my personal favorite. I've seen it probably a thousand times, and people that know me get sick and tired of me talking about Morgan and Eastman, um, but what they bring up to the table, what they talk about, is not just vital to the show. We could use some of what they say in in, in our everyday lives. I mean, what they preach, what they do. Um, and I'm not saying I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say I do it, but there's certainly every day I kind of think about what these two kind of converse about and the point of of what they are saying, especially Eastman. But Eastman is a um, character that brings Lenny James Morgan slash Morgan Jones around. He instills in him the idea that people can be saved. This idea that, you know, you either kill or be killed, that the entire Walking Dead universe seems to have embraced, and about 90% of the fans seem to have embraced. There's no other medium. There's no other way out, which doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you don't just... There's no... Life isn't black or white. If you look at wrestling nowadays, and you know, the the gray area seems to be the most popular. Well, that's kind of where Morgan is. He's in that gray area. He's not, you know, he's not in that, you know, kill or be killed kind of mode anymore. And to help you understand kind of what I'm talking about, um, here is a little more from um, Eastman and Morgan.
1: Maybe I stabbed one through the throat. He just fell to the ground with it stuck in them trying to breathe through the blood. Another one I strangled, no rope, just my hands. That was the day before I came here. Maybe. Maybe the same day I, I don't know. That's what I do. You killed a lot of people? Yes. They were threatening you, attacking you? Not all of them. You save anyone? You saved people. Pointless acts. Everybody turns. I saw a wedding ring. You had someone you loved, didn't you? and over. your body's here but your mind is still there there's a door and and you want to go through it to get away from it so you do and it leads you right back to that moment and you see that door again and you know it won't work but hell maybe it'll work so you step through that door and you're right back in that horrible moment every time you still feel it every time so you just want to stop opening that door so you just sit in it. But I assure you, one of those doors leads out, my friend. Say, I don't have any friends. Get to know me. Who I'm gonna kill you. Why? Because I have to clear. See, that's the thing. You don't. We're not built to kill. We don't have claws or fangs or armor. Vets. They came back with PTSD. That didn't happen because we're comfortable with killing we're not we can't be we feel we're connected you know i've i've interviewed over 825 people who've done terrible things i've only met one evil person some of them were born with bad brains some of them got sick along the way the rest were just damaged people traumatized themselves like you but they could heal some more some less but they can't we all can
0: They can heal, and that's what a wonderful clip that is. And these two are like just two phenomenal actors. I mean, I I could watch these two all day. Um, That's Eastman's point. People can be healed. People can be fixed. People can be rehabilitated. And, And I find that to be such a beautiful thing in a time that's so ugly and dark and disgusting. And the fact that you have somebody that thinks like this, is To me is just It's breathtaking for lack of a better word um, I, I gotta tell you You read the forums You read Facebook You read uh, whatever You know and Morgan There's so much anti-Morgan talk um, A lot of that is because He does adapt to Eastman's Creed And, and, and Eastman's Creed is is, is Simply this With a to never do it again So here you have Morgan Jones who, when Morgan first starts out, is first he's stunned and then he goes into this dark, deep depression only to be lifted out by what Eastman says. You know, all life is precious. All, there's value to life. And uh, a more beautiful message could not have been said. Um, most anti-Morgan talk is, is inaccurate. Uh, and I and I can't take it. I can't. I can't read it. It gets me. I get furious at people when they start saying it. When they start telling me about, you know, what Morgan is and what he isn't, and he's a coward because he won't fight. Um, it's they have no idea what they're saying. And they say, "Oh, he's like Dale, or he's like Herschel." No, he's not. Those are two um, guys that are elderly. They're more of. A, You know, uh, Lord of the Rings, wise elder Harry Potter, wise elder guys that have, you know, seen their fair share of life and they're giving their opinion. That's not Morgan. Where has Morgan come from? Morgan has come from a place that is dark and that many of us would not come out of. And here he is lifted out of it by a man in Eastman who has gone through his fair share of hurt and sorrow and you name it he's been through it and he still manages to not only live that life live that positive way but lift morgan out of that deep dark depression that many of us could not have gone through i get it it's only a tv show whatever but you know what to some of us we love it and i love a lot of these messages you can carry with you in everyday life um you know and i have to say that um If Morgan was in Star Wars, he'd be a Jedi. He'd be using the Force. People would love him. They would adore him. Um, You know, Carol decides not to take arms, and um, they buy her a house. And I just, there's this bias towards Morgan, and it really bothers me. Um, He's not a peaceful protester. He has, he lives a way of life. Um, To call him a coward is largely inaccurate. He saves Carol's life by by shooting somebody. He will use violence. It's just not option A, B, or C for him. He tries to exhaust everything else. Morgan is as brave as they come in this new world. And the fact that people can't see it universally bothers me and kind of makes me angry as as a fan of the show. You know, Morgan believes in Eastman. He believes in people. He believes they can be saved. He believes that Life is beautiful, he believes that um you know he's an he's an asset he is one hundred and ten percent the best character on the show and, and and there's no there's no doubt about it um and lastly, I have another clip I'd like to play that really kind of you know you could say, oh, it's nice for Eastman to be like that, but each character has their own backstory, and it's not like Eastman has this sunshine and you know, Daisy filled background. He has been through the ringer himself and he kind of shares what happens here with um, Morgan.
1: job I interviewed over 800 men and 25 women convicted of awful things stuff from the darkest part of the human soul. I was evaluating a man by the name of Crichton Dallas Wilton. I mean like that sound like he should own an oil company and wear a big hat Crichton Dallas Wilton. Despite doing some truly unspeakable acts he was up for parole. And He was one of the most damn likable people i had ever met he said all the right things he went to therapy he wrote letters to the prison board to start a program to grow flowers for the waiting rooms and state hospitals restrooms. and i saw right through him saw that he was a true psychopath that he knew how to play people exactly how to play people i was interviewing him next to the cafeteria I smelled of industrial pizza they were polishing the floor I had to shout my questions half the time and there was this moment I can't even remember the exchange but right then I knew that Crichton knew that I knew exactly what he was everything he'd said done to hide away what he was from everyone from himself slipped away and that model prisoner of 10 years stood up, smiled. Slipped. And he was going to kill me right then and there. Wilton went to my home and killed my wife, my daughter, and my son. He walked down the street to the police station around the corner, covered in their blood. He surrendered, said the only reason he broke out was to destroy my life. plots by the roads out by 85 grow chrysanthemums forget-me-nots i built that cell with the full intention of bringing
0: Yeah, that's easily the, my favorite scene in Walking Dead history, or it's up there in the top five. Um absolutely fantastic. And and I forgot he did lose a son. I was always always under the impression he lost his just a wife and a daughter. He lost two children and his wife, and to come back and still have that attitude is is phenomenal. And you know, as characters go, Eastman is is as noble and as honorable as they come, as is Morgan. So if anything, I'm really happy that you've kind of sat through my first podcast um, all over the place. I, I realized that more of a test podcast. Um, I hope you like what little I had to say, and next time it'll, it'll be more. Um, please, I would love to hear your thoughts. Drop me a line at mdmcritic at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. I just started a Twitter at mdmcritic. And that's my Twitter handle. And please drop me a line. Let me know what you think. Um, Light me up. Do what you have to do. But please come back for more. And and, um, I truly hope you enjoyed um, a little bit of hearing a little bit of my passion about the show and how absolutely moving it is to me. Um, And for that, I thank you. And hopefully um, we'll talk again. Thanks.
1: system, entropy can only increase in an isolated system, in an isolated